Welcome to Good Sex. I love it when I talk. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to Good Sex. <laughs> That's like a post-secret confession. <laughs> Just send in a postcard. I love it when I talk. <laughs> Welcome to Good Sex. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex, a podcast from metro.co.uk. It's a bit like too many chocolates at Valentine's. It'll make you sick. <laughs> My name. Probably a drop of the old diabetes. Is <laughs> I think I might have it. <laughs> Do you need a toilet a lot? No. Oh, is that a sign? Yeah. Really? Yeah, thirsty, need a toilet. Wee wee. I think I'm the one with Dobby. <laughs> <laughs> my name is B- my name is Dr. Bibi Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm nurse Miranda Kane. <laughs> and coming up is this is a woman I've wanted to meet for years and years and years. You know Shush. Oh yes, you know Friendo Shush. Show. Friendo Show Shush. The shop the Shush. Shush Shush Shush. <laughs> the first women's sex emporium in the world. I'm gonna say in the world. Um and it's Kai Hoyle, who's the founder, and I can't wait because that store is is revolutionary still. Twenty years after it was created, mm. can you create a store? Me? Yeah. No, yeah. Can one? Can yeah. One. Okay. Yeah. I believe many people have done it in the past. Hi, I'm Kai, founder of Shush, uh, the UK's first ever women's sex shop. Miranda, yes. When did you first encounter Shush? Uh, oh, it's quite what. When I first moved to London, yeah. and there were whispers, whispers of this yeah. uh, very, uh, women's only shop in Shoreditch, yeah. uh, and so I went. Um, and it was nice to know that it was all female friendly, you know, especially because I needed a strap on at the yeah. time. So <laughs> one of the things that drew me to it was they. <laughs> Do you actually have a strap on? Yeah, I bought, bought my first strap on from Shush. You bought your first? Yeah. You, why did you need a second? <laughs> wore it out, love. Wore oh it out. Oh, God. <laughs> well, I'm sure Kai will remember you. <laughs> Kai Hoyle, founder of the first ever women's sex shop and the most amazing store, Shush. Yay. It's so lovely to meet you. Brand and of you. We, we're such huge fans of Shush. And mm. so when, when did you first go there? Um, oh, yes. Uh, so I went there, I went there about 10, 15 years oh, ago, right. maybe. Yeah. But I do remember buying my first ever strap on from Shush. Oh, good. Well, so, we make them, of course. Yes. Yeah. And we started making them because all the other ones were bloody awful at that time. Yeah. You know, when we when we first started, we start we we started making strap-ons about a year after we we actually opened in '92, oh, because wow. we went you know trying to find decent strap-ons was impossible. What was yeah. wrong with the the um, existing strap-ons? They all looked like huge, great big, twelve inches of throbbing Mister Big Dong <laughs> Dong, awful. <laughs> you know, that all of them were this realistic Terrifying. thing, and yeah, one of our. Our biggest policy is that we don't sell mm. anything that's meant to be realistic. Mm. Mm. You know, any kind mm. of decapitated part of a person. <laughs> <laughs> and, a, and a 
As romantic as that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, te- it's teaching people really kind of, we, especially, I mean, particularly men. I mean, we, we focus on women, so we're not, you know. But one of the things I've always said is I'd really love to start a shush for men. Because if I was a man, I would oh, yeah. be I would be furious about how the sex industry, I'm putting air quotes on there, yeah. how they kind of view my sexuality as a man. Because I'm kind of basically a ne- Neanderthal. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? With no kind of, no... Um, you know, sensuality or imagination. I essentially just want a, a torch with yeah. some pussy lips, yeah. porn pussy lips, that to stick my dick into. That's yeah. basically how they see male sexuality. And it's you've got to do this. Yeah. Oh, oh God, Miranda's work off. Of spare money. Oh, <laughs> oh, right. oh okay. I'm tapping you, Miranda. Come on. <laughs> oh, I've got another thing for Miranda to invest in. Oh, oh. that's the next step. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Where do I go money? <laughs> so I first went to Shush. I used to work at Strong Room on Curtain Road. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I was at Shoreditch, oh, late 80s, uh, early 90s, and so you opened in 92, Uh and so I... I you think, were the one of I, our think first I was visitors. one of your first visitors, <laughs> and I just I thought we, we thought it was magical. Oh wow! We couldn't believe oh, it, wow. and we felt kind of we were young enough to think it was naughty and yeah, kind yeah. of get off on that side yeah. of it as well. But mm. then going inside and just felt very safe yeah. and very comfortable, and it's just amazing. I can't. So Miranda, can I open the store in the early nineties on just seven hundred pounds, which is incredible, That's amazing English pounds, English pounds, and oh. that was on a, at a time <laughs> with, where at, at a time when there's the AIDS crisis and. Section 28. Yeah. That was, was that just a really... That was a massive kind of impetus. Was it? It, it was, because it was sort of, um, you know, there I go, a young liberated woman. Mm. Um, and I'm, you know, it's sort of, my mum was kind of quite feminist. So I'd been brought up in this very egalitarian sort of household where we could express stuff. You know, and I go, I'm in Soho and I have a couple of glasses of wine and think, oh, I'll, I'll just go and see if I'm, I'll just go and have a mooch. Yeah. And I just, and this was within the, this, um, atmosphere of section 28 so it was really kind of um anti sort of sexuality and actually you know uh, talking about sexuality i mean section 28 was about um making it illegal to promote um homosexual lifestyles in in local authorities and schools but you know anybody was savvy was was seeing that as being a hugely kind of um an incredibly dangerous law to yeah. pass. So there were marches, everybody was up in, it was a really political time. And then, of course, the AIDS crisis was on, you know, literally at the same time. And so the amount of homophobic hatred and, um, and misinformation you know, like the, um, I better not mention actual net, you know, newspaper names. Oh, no, <laughs> given, well, you know, but, but they all were doing it. They were yeah. all saying you could, you know, can catch it from, um, toilet seats. Yeah. Don't go to the London theatres because it's, because they're basic queer, uh, queer kind of, um, uh, sex baths of, you know, sodomy and Gomorrah, you know, just absolutely awful hatred going on and so I go here I go all swinging thinking oh I'll just go and explore my sexuality and it was just it was just awful experience really alienating uh, really intimidating um you know what was really interesting interesting in a really intimidating way was you know as a woman on your own in one of those sex shops all the men who were there just would come and just talk, like literally sidle up to you and, oh. and, and, you know, be touching 
you know, their bodies touching you. But, you know, we we kind of just went in and out of it. Because I just thought, this can't be happening. This is 20 years, you know, whatever. Third, hang on, I'm not very good at maths. <laughs> but it's a long, long time since, you know, feminism and, you know. Sexual and actually, Exactly, yeah, so exactly. It was positive. It was all... Totally the sex it was it, it was totally focused on men yeah. utterly 100 percent focused on men the and men in the shops felt like it was okay as a woman in one of those shops you were uh definitely fair game for any kind of i mean you you know you had to run the gamut of of porn and you know mm. razzler magazines and readers wives magazines mm. and then you kind of step further back and it was all um you know incredibly horrible scratchy underwear and um the vibrators that were there were all kind Kind of like the, they were, it was like they were the crown jewels, very dusty crown jewels. Oh. I have to say, all under glass. So I remember saying, "Can I, can I, can I see what that? Can I see what that one is? And yeah. can it, you know, can I feel it vibrate?" And this, the, the the guy pretty much fell over in in, in astonishment. He couldn't believe that anybody had asked, actually asked something practical yeah. of him because clearly people just you know ran in and grabbed things yeah. and ran out. It, you know this. The, Whenever I say sex industry, I'm always going to put air quotes on it because there's a big, there's a, you know, it's a very uh, general term. Um, but, and I use it in, in, uh, to define that kind of thing because that, that thing. Well, it, it's still, I think it still exists, but it's just maybe in different kind of forms, but it's essentially going to, it's using your kind of embarrassment or intimidation or lack of knowledge to, you know, extract as many pounds from you with these promises of orgasmic delight all night long, or this thing will guarantee an orgasm, or you can't live without it. You know, I mean, it's like a lot of selling. Because we interview so many people, we're always in a, a kind of world of thinking everyone's very liberal yeah. and, and everything's kind of no need for air quotes around yeah. sex industry. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But you're saying, you know, there is outside of this bubble we're in, I guess. I, I still feel it sort of, it does exist. It's just sort of, um, changed somewhat and that that's one of our kind of things I pull I drag out my soapbox on this thing because it's 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 as important not to kind of um, make women feel pressured that they must have a you know a hugely overflowing um, toy box and they must be swinging from every single chandelier and if they haven't tried this 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 and this then they're basically repressed yeah. you know it's about you know liberation is about you know exploring what you want to explore mm. it is not about a checkbox is it about oh i've done that 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 makes me incredibly it's, you know <laughs> i always think of 50 shades of gray uh-huh. because of the whole like mr gray toy room uh-huh. sort of thing situation where it's like oh if you're into bdsm and bondage then you must have a playroom yes. like this yeah. and it's like no because domination is more about confidence and power play and absolutely you can dominate someone without having a room like that absolutely and that can be one of the sort of sexiest things yeah. you know because you know the brain is the biggest sex organ isn't it don't yes. you mean isn't it so you know it, it all these things are just toys on top of them top of that if you want to explore that but you know it, what's really important that we don't kind of think especially as women yeah. you know what I mean we're already pressurized to have the you know uh, I don't know gorgeous Prada shoes and a gorgeous do whatever dirt bag yeah. and now we have to have some sort of 18 carat la la to put in the Prada bag it's kind of like hang on a minute <laughs> you know having the idea though in your 20s to kind of go yeah this is what I think's needed there's a gap in the market to actually doing it yes. is a whole different thing how did that happen like oh the, uh, basically well 
Uh, well, you can tell I, I do get on soapboxes, and I was so I just was so aghast by this experience. So, um, and I just clearly couldn't stop banging on about it. You know, I was banging on about it to some friends one one day, and they clearly got just sick of me and just said, "Well, why don't you open one?" And I went, "Right, I will do." And literally did. You know, we found a shop in uh, in Hoxton on, on in Coronet Street that was eighty pounds a week. Used to, eighty pounds a week. Used to have to pay the um, the rent in cash to the landlord who'd come around in his Ferrari. Oh, it's a film. There's funny. a film there, isn't there? Do you know what I mean? Visually, it's kind of like. And was there a ding dong doorbell? I remember. There was that. a ding dong doorbell. Yeah. Yes, because our policy for for a long, long time was uh, men welcome as guests of yeah. women. Um, so yeah, you had to ring the doorbell. Um, I don't know if you remember our very wobbly display shelves that we'd essentially, we'd essentially robbed from the back of a big, um, D and what, DIY. I mean, they were throwing them out. I mean, you know, it wasn't, yeah. we didn't, you know, they were, we recycled, recycled them. Yeah. We recycled them. But um, you would have had no idea. I mean, how would you have known where to have got stock yeah. from or anything like that? Yeah. Well, that was, well, uh, you know, I can't, I actually can't believe the brass neck of it. Of what I did, because I then went back to say and went right. I'm thinking of opening a women's sex shop. Um, can you tell me all your suppliers, please? Look, I, now you know it, it takes a long time to, you know, like, we wouldn't give out that information mm-hmm. quite so freely. Um, uh, but of course, a lot of those shops uh, were. Uh, run by the porn barons essentially yeah. um who were bringing in porn and and toys and so i my first contact was for an east end warehouse uh, that was full of bloody awful toys i used to go with a you know they had a um a tesco shopping trolley they had to boot up and down these shelves and the thing about that that always really um struck me was because they were all staffed by guys of course uh, you know and they all had page 3 or, you know, stuck up where they were, where they were packing these stuff to, you know, to send out mail order. Well, this is before the internet, of course. Um, and they'd always, they'd always go, all right, mate. And it, and it was, to me, it was really obvious that a woman in that environment had to become a mate. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? These, I would, I would put a lot of money on outside. I would have been, I'd have been a darling. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> you know, but within this kind of context, they couldn't quite cope with me being a darling. So I, I became a mate. All right, mate. That's lovely. Yeah. In his own way, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Kind of cool. yeah. So what was your big seller when you started? What was the kind of really popular as opposed to now? Uh, well, the first the first really big one was Rabbit, because um, in that warehouse, I discovered this pink. This is, you know, this little this pink sweetie looking sweetie ball machine looking yeah. thing it was right at the back there was about six of them covered in dust <laughs> and, and i was like that oh my god it's pink you know because i was i was honed then to kind of try and find anything that wasn't this awful flesh color yeah or black. Yeah, yeah 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 i just i could just spot stuff and um it was called Roger Rabbit. Roger Rabbit. So, well, of course, but it, well, I, I might have to take um, task with that because, <laughs> although it's funny, it's also kind of like you know, it's like Roger in, you know, it's yeah. kind of like really carry on ish, isn't it? <laughs> so, um, I got those six. We, te- you know. Took them home gleefully. I thought and tested them. We, we, you know, had a, we all friends tested them. We were like, oh my God, holy hell, this is amazing. So we renamed it Jessica Rabbit. Oh, nice. So we were the first, yeah, we named, we, we named Jessica Rabbit. Oh. You know, the, the, the one great thing about 
what was happening was, you know, people like Cosmo and the women's magazines, they would never... We we were the first kind of company say, to get, get that in. You were getting it. Yeah, we got we got press because we were so so women focused. Yeah, you know, mm. they, they weren't doing that before. Do you know something I'm just thinking. I think one of my first ever published pieces. I think I did something about Shush for the Standard. Oh, okay. Isn't that funny? It's something yeah. I suddenly remember. That in we, our press box. That's so. Oh. That would have been like well, I'll have to, I'll dig when it you out. when you first opened. Yeah. Oh, we had a oh huge. God, I remember of, that now. Huge amount of press when we well when we first opened. We, you know, it was our port. Poor friends coming down and buying something every Friday. Just oh, good, better go and support them. <laughs> and then the press heard about it. And we, I opened the door to more journalists than customers for about yeah. six months. If you're looking at all these warehouses and the only thing you can find is one toy that yeah. isn't this phallic, veiny yeah. throbber. <laughs> is that a good word? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so what happened with the... So yeah, well, we knew that... Um, we knew that... It was possible to make silicone dildos because there was a the, they were being made in the states because uh-huh. uh, you know I mean the 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 mother of all women's shops is Good Vibrations of course you know in in San Francisco they've been yeah. they've been going since seventy three yeah. so they really are they're the, like the godmother the the dom you know, dom yeah. dom both, uh, both really yeah. um, so we knew kind of from from them and from that kind of scene that you can. You, they were you, it's possible to make them and it was always little artisan makers making these th- these toys yeah. um and of course silicone is you know the best call, best thing for sex toys but it's we also found it was bloody hard to work with because it's it's very very, very sensitive is silicone yeah. <laughs> very, very very i'm too hot if i'm too hot it it starts going off before you've even poured it into the dildo so you've, you've got kind of dog toys forming before it, you know you've got a sex toy and the other if it's too cold is silicone it never sets at all so it you know we had to do all these experiments about how, how to do you know how to actually make it properly in the right kind of you know uh, weather f- conditions to was, was do the it. workshop in the shop yeah it was yeah it was at the, in the downstairs in the basement that's lower amazing ground floor. Yeah. and there's one thing having an ethos about what you want your store to stand for and the, the toys to represent to making something that works yeah to yeah. making something that's yeah that people want to buy yeah, yeah. well yeah but that's inventing yeah. something yeah, you're well, inventing. yeah. did you yeah, ever well. make a mistake oh well, yeah god yes and yeah god there was some there were some dodgy ones i'll have to say <laughs> and of course we did the we did one um we did a, a dolphin one at one point, you know, very, nice. very kind of standardy, standardy thing. So yeah, you know, they have evolved. The designs have evolved, and I, st- the designs I did on my breakfast bar after work with it, with a bit of yeah, because I was a fine. I went to art school, you know, before I, I did all this. So there's no, I haven't got any business background. It's all art, art background. So yeah, I got my clay out, started, didn't you know. I don't know, designing dildos. <laughs> and, your and your friends were all supportive. Was, it, was anyone shocked that you were doing this? No. God, no. No, no. No, no, because, you know, the thing about the 90s as well was, um, you know, that it's just such an interesting decade, I suppose, because yeah. there, was, that, there was all that happening, all the whole kind of, um, you know, hatred, hatred around homophobia. Um, the whole AIDS crisis and, you know, the homophobia around that and in Section 28. But on the other side of the coin, you had 
Madonna doing yeah. Blonde Ambition and masturbating on, you know, on stage. And Ladettes. Yes. Well, yes. Like, you know, it was our and first kind of like, oh, we can do what the lads we can do. do. Yeah. And, the other, and, and, and the rave culture, of course. Yeah. Ecstasy was, a, I think, a massive kind of um, turning point for sexuality. Because, you know, you, especially, you know, you'd have all these straight lads yeah. suddenly like oh I fancy my best mate you know oh, you're <laughs> you know what I mean and it just it just kind of um, it kind of altered people's perception of what attraction could be I think yeah. it was like one of the first stepping stones to that you know how do you think um, attitudes women's, to women's sexuality have changed since you opened Shush to now Oh, well, huge, isn't it? Absolutely hugely. And it's because of the, you know, the internet and social media. You know, there's there's so much positivity and permission around. P&P. Yeah. Um, P&P, <laughs> absolutely. And, the, you know, it's a fabulous thing around kind of, you know, stripping away ideals of perfection mm. of you know what a vulva should look like you know yeah. I mean, you know essentially before social media the only kind of references a lot of us had was porn and that's not that's not real is it yeah. you know what I mean they've all had often nips and tucks and baldness and you know and shame and there was all the shame and stigma yeah. around you know. yeah so there's so many kind of great things happening yeah. you know that, that's just kind of free the nipple you know, <laughs> free uh, the nipple. Free the nipple. You know, free the nipple. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, being able to have your nipple out and without being censored, uh, like on social media. Oh, well, not, not like now. No, no, no. Well, so we put can them away. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> so I was trying to type and talk to the same time. <laughs> <laughs> well, their stock was stolen. Was it? Oh yeah, all lost. When was that? <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, that, I'm, that, I'm, I'm kind of um, huffing at a very sort of um, dodgy memory. You know what? I'm really bad on when it was. It was probably about 10, 12 years ago. Because oh, wow. at that point we had um, quite a big warehouse. And we came in one day. It was like that. What? what? And literally the whole of the warehouse that had been, they'd been ram raided. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> we just were walking around going, what, what the? So yeah, yeah, absolutely all of the, all of the stock, including all our own products. So we were like, you know, we, we, wow. we, we searched a lot online for them because yeah. we were like, well, how, who is going to, we don't, you know, you can only get them through shush. So it's not something you, there was far too many to go, you know, take them down the pub and yeah. flog them. Do you want to buy a dildo, mate? You know, <laughs> <laughs> never found out. No, never found out. But the, um, the CID, <laughs> the CID, CID who came to, you know, do for fingerprints. Oh, we had a, we had the best day with them. It's two women as well. We were like that. Yes, girls. Go on. <laughs> and they became loyal customers ever since. Uh-huh. I think they may already have been customers. <laughs> and now you've gone from, uh, from creating sex toys and selling sex toys to your own events. Oh, yeah. We, I mean, we started doing classes, um, in about 2002 for, you know, again, what the first first um, kind of company to do that you know we do classes we do and we run them sort of regularly and we write new ones and all that sort of stuff and we mm. often have we often find um we've had people we've had spies in our classes as well. yeah what are they called Co- um com- uh, what is it i can't think of the word you know commercial basically competitor spies. oh well, yeah oh well, oh well you met Renee before oh. she, she can sniff out a competitor <laughs> Right yeah, now. she will, wouldn't she? Got yeah. Smell of loop. yeah. <laughs> Got her yeah. there. <laughs> so yeah, we do we do um classes, um, but 
We moved recently from our place in Coronet Street and we're now in Pitfield Street and we're part of a cafe, which is great. I think it's really great because, you know, whilst, you know, we're talking about how things have changed, Mm. you know, this kind of deep-seated sort of insecurity, embarrassment, lack of permission women have, it's not going to change in an instant. It's not going to change in a couple of years. Do you know what I mean? We've, We've had all these influences for millennia really this whole idea of you know madonna and whore if it's christian or you know there's all sorts of things so i don't think you know we're just going to go i know we're not actually because you know i've always kind of said this that if you know i've done this day in day out for you know 20 odd 28 years nearly uh, but if you were to send me to the corner shop and ask me to you know pick up go go and get razzler from the top shelf our our local um, corner shop still does have razzler on the top shelf, which I can't believe. But if you were to do that, I feel like I'd still have to go, oh, it's for work yeah, to right. qualify it rather that's than, I think it's, you know, and it's, it's, it, to me, that's kind of quite interesting. Yeah. You know, I mean, of course I would do it and I could make myself do it, but I feel like even with this amount of experience behind me, I would, you know, I would feel in some way a bit like I need to qualify yeah, but it. You're or, changing all this. I'd imagine yeah. having something like I mean, honestly, the store is is, is like legend, and it's such a, a brilliant place. And yeah, I think it's a great idea that's through a cafe now as well. Kind of opens up in a different way as well. There must be a real joy in it. You must have helped people through situations. Do you feel oh, that God, you, yeah, yeah, like yeah. your customers yeah, you yeah, change that, their attitudes? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, because it's tough. You know, running a business is tough and it can get draining and, it, you know, you're knackered and you're like, oh, God, can I just leave me alone, leave me alone? You know, yeah. just want to break from it. But then, you know, every week we have these kind of experiences where we're just like blown away by what 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 the customer is telling us. You know what I mean? So, do you find you get quite a confessional? God, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. What kind yeah. of things do people? Oh, I mean, you don't uh, have to. You yeah. Know, well, no. There's all sorts of things. Um, you know, there's um, uh, the, there's there was a woman who came in. She had a list of toys. You know, and she was like, right, I want a, a butt plug and a da 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 and a vibrator and I want some cat toy. You know, and we were like, they just didn't quite taste right you know and it was kind of like have a cup of tea you know let's just chill out here a bit what and it it transpired that her husband had given her this list um just a bit you know a bit more sort of chatting and a bit more sort of relaxing it then sort of transpired that her husband was saying that she you know she didn't excite him anymore and he wanted her to turn up with lala you know all sorts of things you know turn up at the office in a mac and you know she had a baby she had a baby you know, in a pushchair. Sorry, but this isn't a, you know, but essentially it was kind of like, we were like, well, what do you want? And this is after a while. This isn't just straight in because you have to kind of, you know, the whole kind of, what we have is 28 years of understanding how to talk to sort of each individual women and what they're sort of showing us they want to, you know, what kind of experience they want so we you know how we ask questions of you know is very different to each person and we'll listen to what you're talking about you know how you talk to us will be different to how you talk to us you know we can and then we temper it all so you know this is you know we're we're bringing all this kind of body language knowledge into this and making this a very comfortable um situation so you know eventually we're like well what do you want she went well i just want to cuddle you know i've got you know i've got you know a baby here and I've got a toddler in, you know, in preschool. Oh. We were like, well, okay, well, tell you what, come back with the list 
another day. Why don't you, you know, go and talk to him and, and tell him what you want? So, yeah, yeah, some really, we had, we, and we had a great sort of um, response back. We got this great card and she was just empowered by it. Oh, what did she say on the card? Oh, God, I, feel like, I feel like I shouldn't be telling her. Oh, but, you know, she, 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 you know, yes, she'd basically had the, um, got the um the strength to yeah. kind of um to basically um challenge him and she just was like thank you I, Good. you know yeah it's I don't, so amazing. I, yeah can i ask about penetration <laughs> of course you can when did toys move from penetration when did they become more from clitoral my, yeah my perception uh, now is they're more clitoral they're as out as in yeah well they need to be don't they? Yeah. They definitely they need to be. <laughs> well, I think I, again, without blowing our, our own trumpet, I think Shush was very instrumental in that. Hey, yeah, blow trumpet. Let's see if it exists already. <laughs> you never know. Um, yeah, I think Shush was quite instrumental with that um, because what happened was, you know, we got all this press and it was it was really aghast. It was like a sex shop, mm. you know, for women. It was really like the. It was all positive, but they, nobody could actually really believe there was this market. And then they realized that there was a market and they realized that uh, these are all the manufacturers yeah. um, that actually, um, because we were getting them into Cosmo and, and you know, um, other women's magazines, they were, it was kind of like, oh, my God, this is a whole untapped yeah. market. And then they were coming to us, you know, and saying, what, what is it that women want? You know, I remember Lalo came as one of the, you know, as one of the biggest, um, sex toy manufacturers going. They came when they, before they started and came to talk to us about what, what women want. And we said clitoral. We, we don't want, they don't, we don't want to look like dicks. Yeah. Um, and most importantly, what we need to do is get away from this idea that, um, you know, you, you put something inside yourself to come because yeah. 75% of us don't come that way. Yeah. And we need to, you know, we need to recognise that the clitoris is, you know, this, the absolute core of most women's pleasure. Speaking of women's pleasure, oh yeah, what have you got coming up for Valentine's Day? <laughs> oh. Hey, hey, oh well, yeah, Miranda has been on Segway fire. <laughs> today have you very you? much wow ah, that is just one of your easy better ways to say you love me <laughs> call back <laughs> call back last week <laughs> no sorry i'm sorry kai no it's all right sorry. i can take a left hand turn <laughs> so yeah valentine's huge uh, you know it's our biggest our biggest yes. day you know day of the year it's one of the you know it's the, the peak of sales give us some inspiration of oh what we can we can try out either alone with someone else if oh, well, yeah i mean you've seen all the suction toys have you the there's a fabulous one called the the penguin we love it the it's penguin. A, the penguin it looks a like a, toy. a, a it's suction toy so it's a new technology where it it sits it basically doesn't vibrate but it sucks <gasps> forms a vacuum on your yeah. Clip. oh Ooh. yeah yeah womanizer been doing that yes womanizer and satisfier yes. they're brilliant i mean they are they are brilliant is that the new do you that, that that's, the, of... that's the sort of that is the kind of most late the late most latest technology yeah. to <laughs> wow. you know to there's a lot of remote smart stuff there's all there? that yes and they're fun yeah. they're fun but yeah. they're, um and they're fun to play play with with a partner yeah but Definitely. for actual sensation but for actual kind of you know treat yourself you want a, a different kind of orgasm yeah. i mean the, the biggest problem if it if you could call it 
a problem is that they are very efficient. You need to... You need to, I mean, fabulous for a real quickie, but, you know, if you Mm. really want to kind of build it up and have a little date night with yourself. Mm. Could you, could you use a dust buster? (laughs) (laughs) I think you might use, I think, I don't know. I think you might lose yours off. (laughs) And your lips and most of (laughs) (laughs) them. A A little prolapse. Just a little little prolapse. There's suction. There's suction. <laughs> yes. What's the penguin? Oh, the penguin is one of the the suction toys. It's just Ooh. so cute. It's got a little bow tie on. We just oh. love it. It's just a little cute little, you know, I'm playful sold. toy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Where are your um? Where are your strap-ons now? Because Miranda, are you still in the market for a new one? Yeah. Oh, we'll come to come to the new shop because we now have um, we've got a dildo lab. Yes. <gasps> oh, it's fabulous. So you can actually you can watch the dildos being made. Do you make your own? Do you make um? Because for the me, harnesses. it's the harnesses. Yeah, yeah that we can was... make one for you. Oh, yeah, there definitely. We oh, yeah, what definitely. Do you have? What colour? Oh, I'll go for black. Really? <laughs> it hides all the stains. <laughs> oh, oh. Practical. Ah, something always so romantic. Talking yeah. of Valentine's romance. That was, that was adorable. <laughs> Do you know what I love as well? That you're not only um, kind of changing the face, if that's the right word, of the toys and the kind of stuff that's there. I think you're also seeing and, and giving people the option and to develop this, that good sex, sexual health, sexual well-being isn't just about toys. It's about the brain as well. Yeah. So the classes tie in with yeah, that yeah, so beautifully, yeah. don't yeah. they? Yeah, well, that's it. It's, it's, you know, sexual well-being and empowerment. Yeah. yeah. And all these things are kind of so roots to that. And some yes. And some yes. toys. And t- yes, exactly. And it's not part, you know, there's no one thing yeah. that kind of... So you've got orgasm journey, classes. We've yeah. got orgasm classes, blow his mind classes. Blow his mind. Blow his mind. That, they, what they if go he's down stupid already? Oh, <laughs> I bet they do. <laughs> uh, blow his mind. Bondage. Bondage. Bedroom bondage. We're doing, um, we're doing a special bedroom bondage class for couples so alternative date valentine's date That's night oh it's fun isn't it yeah so you know it'll be a, a bottle of champagne on each you know a table each yeah. a bottle yeah. of champagne some truffles so we let men in now for classes but better yeah it's a couples class yeah. and men are are welcome mm. anyway mm. um yeah. we are we d- used to have the policy of um men welcome as guests for yeah. for a long long time yeah. because we were just trying to um level needed. the playing field yeah. essentially and make sure no woman ever walked in and there was a whole you know gang of city yeah. geezers in there take you know lads lads yeah, yeah. the lads 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 yeah. or the dirty mac brigade yeah. we still get we still get men kind of like knocking is it okay if i come in oh. like that. yeah come on <laughs> come on you can come you know because we're now so famous for being yeah. you know female fo- women focused and you know um <clears throat> elevating female sexuality mm-hmm. so the guys who choose to come to shush are the ones who are really savvy the i think page. yeah and yeah. they really you know they value their women's pleasure what would your aim for shush be even <gasps> now oh god well yeah well there's the next step is an app oh so, nice yeah, yeah yeah so we're working on that at the minute and um that's why i was up at three in the morning last night because <laughs> my head is absolutely whirling i've got so many ideas about it you know it's yeah. not just going to be a you know it's not about the toys it's not as you say it's not about the the classes or the events it's about this feeling of empowerment and yeah. you know what about multinational like would you open more stores well, or? well maybe i mean yeah is it a per- more a personal I, thing for you like i think the store is super important really really important because it's um you know like that woman and you know there's been 
like I say, it happens, you know, almost every day. You know, we've had a woman, had a woman in who brought her special needs daughter in. Oh. Um, we've had women bringing in their teenage daughters, which I think is fabulous yeah. because, you know, what they're doing is actually, you know, giving them saying it's okay permission yeah. to yeah. to explore their sexuality rather than and you know you've had cancer survivors oh yeah yeah we, yes had, like, awful sexual experiences yeah yeah well we started cafe v with my body back project because you know one in four women are you know survivors of sexual assault you know it's important to, you know, do all the fabulous, sex is fabulous, sex is fun, sex is, you know, all around self, uh, self-esteem. But yeah. there are issues around sex. You know, one in four women are survivors of sexual assault. Mm-hmm. You know, um, sex after cancer can be really, yeah. you know, tricky. And um, uh, sex for older women, you know, you know, we were saying it's so much more liberated now, but there are still kind of great swathes of the population who are just ignored yeah. or laughed at. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? You know, it's fine to say you're masturbating if you're young and slim and, you know, yeah, basically. But anybody outside of that, if you're older or a woman of colour or, you know, Muslim woman or, you know, <laughs> then then it becomes, like, oh, God, you know, it, it becomes almost taboo again. And I love we've that. We've got to clear um, that. So Kai's... We were lucky enough to read something that Kai'd written, and it was this really kind of great essay about how she started out. And there was a bit in it. You're saying that um, some women from um, some Middle Eastern countries kind of buy macaroon-shaped oh, vibrators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we we stock certain toys because, of course, you know, in certain countries um massively taboo and if not Im- illegal to yeah. actually take them through so you know toys that actually look like other things like lipsticks or macaroons yeah. are, are fabulous for that and we were clearly on um some saudi um forum at one point <laughs> we just, that's all we, we, we just get seeing loads on and loads. Saudi forum <laughs> so, Saudi forum which is fabulous you know what I mean spreading the word absolutely kind of because they felt safe to you know safe yeah. to come and you need to get brilliant. on the United Emirates in flight magazine yeah, yeah, yeah that would like, be that would yeah. be just yeah. testament next week we should get Kai an OBE yes oh yeah do you want to do yeah. that yeah we'll do that yeah. do you want please. an OBE yes yeah. please I've been to Downing Street Have before you? but I've been to the palace into the palace. Well, we'll yeah, I did Why were you in Downing Street? I was invited, and so I went to yeah, invited to a party. Wow! So I, you I just t- defended yourself in the way that I, I, you thought I'd asked you if you'd broken in. No, I was invited. Well, the, the second bit of that was I took a prezi through, which I couldn't <gasps> believe I got through the security. Oh, like so <laughs> what did you take? I uh, well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little prime minister. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to tell you the prime minister, but I'll tell you what the toy was. Yeah, it was a little, and you might be able to then guess. It was a little um, vibrating red lipstick. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I had to resist because all the whole of the shush team were going take a strap on, take a strap. I was like that. I'm not taking so her a strap on. Brilliant. I'm not taking her a strap. <laughs> I'm sorry, on. she doesn't deserve a strap on. Although she has fucked us all royally. <laughs> um, <laughs> it wasn't that way, it wasn't that way. Oh, I know. Okay. Hilarious. And was that as a kind of um, entrepreneur? No, it was, um, uh, it was a, an AIDS awareness event. Uh, so, yeah. 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 And uh, the best thing about it was I noticed, um, you know, as the person who was, um, you know, she was, she was giving out, a, she was giving a speech and then she said, oh, I've got to go, go. And uh, exited left and then suddenly ran across, picked up the shush bag and ran back. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> that is so brilliant. Kai, thank you so much for joining us. And I know that it's a surprise, but I will tell our, our listeners, Kai's doing a, a good sex, bad sex, sex range. Oh, yeah, what? Yeah, she, she doesn't know. She hasn't told us. Oh. Uh, but it's going to be... It's she doesn't be, know she is. She doesn't know yet. It's going to be something else. <laughs> it's going to be something else. It doesn't... You can't fucking turn it off. <laughs> so, all right, if she wants to make the Miranda Kane... <laughs> hey! Or the Baby Lynch! <laughs> Thanks very much to our guest, Kai Hoyle. That was amazing. We've got a gig. <laughs> I think we have. Oh, I love getting a gig. How brilliant was that? Oh, do you know what? That's so fascinating and inspiring. Yeah. To have an idea and then hello. And and the fact, because I keep thinking of like, because I used to work for, um, I'll tell you this, I used to work for a couple of shops that it reminded me of. So one of them was Lush in that same way that it just started off from a little shop and they had their own workshop. Yeah. And that was why I was asking about whether she was going to go multinational. Yeah. Because to my mind, it's just Lush like multinational. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, Lush, the bath bombs. Yes. But it's, you know, whether she should have more. But the fact that she doesn't want to dilute it yeah. and just keep it that little intimate shot. Well, all I'm thinking is Patisserie Valerie, which has been ruined. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? This little outlet's at Victoria Station or whatever. Yeah. I don't want that. I want yeah. the old Pat Val, old Compton Street. Yeah. yeah. No, I think she's right to do that. Yeah. Um, really inspiring. Yeah. And I love that... that you know, you're too young, but I was I was doing my bit around that time when she was doing that, and and the uh, Section 28 stuff was awful, and the the AIDS mm. crisis was you know was obviously incredibly awful, and everything was very negative and very scary. Yeah, so that's a real. It's brilliant that in a time that everything was so negative, she did something so positive and did it. Yeah, and still doing it. Yeah, how hard must it be to have a, a private, you know, an indie? In a little indie shop, keep in, going and in London, but and keep expanding and yeah. doing events such as the next Good Sex by Sex Live. Can't possibly, believe we're doing that. I'm so, what are you going to wear? Your strap on? Yeah, yeah. How lovely. How lovely. I'm going to get her to make one for me. My name's BB Lynch. <laughs> Black, so I to the stains, and I'm Miranda Kane. Oh my God, you are. Can I say something? Yeah. You've been very good today. Oh, thank no, you. No, you've been very... Because usually you're pretty poor. <laughs> <laughs> but you have... I seem to have improved by 10%. Else. <laughs> um, and I'm Bibi Lynch. Good Sex, Bad Sex was produced by Juliet Nichols from Metro.co.uk. Where's Sam Bonham? <laughs> I have hidden him. He's the man in your basement. Please get in touch with us on Twitter at Good Sex, Bad Sex with the triple X at the end. Or take a look at our Instagram good sex bad sex without the triple x <laughs> and if you have a sexy question or a query or something you'd like us to discuss on good sex bad sex please get in touch we'd love to hear your thoughts info at sexpod.co.uk and we will see you next week